Siren sort of more melodic, more realistic than usual today. <laughs> Guess what? We've got a guest host. I'm Mitra Johari, and today I am joined by Greta Teitelman. Hi. <laughs> wow, I've never done uh siren sound before. Yeah, so just for the listeners, because we love talking about sort of we Joel and I love talking about sort of like the mechan the like nuts and bolts of making the podcast. So just before we were recording the episode, I was like updating Greta. I was like, we start every episode with a siren, which of course Greta knew because every friend listens to every single one of their friends' podcasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I just said go for it. And that was sort of Greta's interpretation. And I think that's beautiful. And that, you know, I will say I famously fast forward through five minutes of every podcast when they start because I do find <laughs> that it does get top loaded with ads. And I'm sure. just going to let everyone know right here, right now, I'm not listening to your ad, you know, <laughs> no. but you should listen to the ads today. Yes. Yes. If we have ads today, you should definitely listen to the ads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Greta, yes, what? are you wearing two jackets around you? I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of in a cocoon, one might say, of different fabrics. Great. I have a cashmere turtleneck under a denim top coat, wrapped by a thick sweatshirt that it's kind of both serving as a blanket and a scarf looking amazing and and again sort of you know for the listeners they're completely used to um the audio medium being heavy lo lots of lots of heavy visual references throughout the podcast so <laughs> right and Mitra, home, don't shy away from describing something <laughs> i also want to know what it, what you are sporting today what you're wearing because i never get to see you in this gorgeous kind of bandana look and i'm really enjoying i'm in a light pink bandana i don't really wear bandanas out of the house but i always um, i often have a bandana in the house and i'm wearing a celine dion las vegas residency concert shirt um i took my brother and sister there how was that by the way amazing my sister's a massive celine fan so i was really like flexing for her and my brother being like look at me like after years of every holiday and birthday being like for christmas i give you my love <laughs> like no mm -hmm. gifts being like look i have a job i can take you somewhere cool so i took them to celine dion and i was kind of like you know, I like celine dion but I, i'm not like my sister loves celine dion and after passing up an opportunity to see Prince right before he died, I was really like, we have to go see the people, like the big like stars that we love when we have the opportunity. But anyway, I was like, I don't know how much I'm going to be impacted by seeing Celine. Cut to me just like full body heaving mm -hmm. sob as she's in like mm -hmm. a tower fountain screaming my heart will go on. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. It was so fucking fun. I loved it. You can't touch those vocals. You really can't. You can't. And I also um, did one slot as a joke and won a bunch of money. And it was There amazing. you go. I know. That's a I, successful Vegas trip, if you ask me. I know. I did a bachelor slot machine. And I was like, look at this. <laughs> Fuck this, right? And then... <laughs> and How much won. did you win? I mean, like, I won like a couple hundred bucks. But it was enough That's to be amazing. like... amazing. We're getting an awesome dinner tonight. <laughs> also, if you don't lose money in Vegas, to me, that's winning. I've only yes. ever lost money in Vegas. And I've done the dumb thing where I've like won a hundred bucks at like a slot and then I'm like I should keep on going and yeah. then it all just goes away I won and I didn't do anything else for the rest of the weekend <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah you I, I really like I'm I'm out if I'm like in the clear for even one minute I'm done anyway, and I Greta, love that. Greta yes yes how are you I am good I was going through a really rough patch but I'm out of it now, feeling a little better. 
feeling more optimistic about what the future holds. And um, I've been use- I've been doing a new eyeliner that I've been liking. With is that uh, what I'm seeing today? This is what you're seeing today. It's I usually use a liquid liner. Now I'm using I'm kind of experimenting with eyeshadow as eyeliner. Something a little less severe. Something that's more of a wisp, if you will. Yeah. So that's been making me feel good. I've been, uh, yeah. I mean, I was in Idaho, which was nice. I drove you, to Idaho. Can you like describe? Uh, you had like some really good food there. Can you sort of take us through? Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> Idaho is famous for the potato, as we all know. On their license plates, it says "famous potato" on it, and I potatoes are my favorite food. Uh, p- chips, fries, mashed potatoes, literally latkes, anything made with potato, I love. I love it. I am a potato. Me too. So I've heard that this place, Sun Valley Lodge in Sun Valley, Idaho, has the most incredible French fries on the face of the earth. I heard they were expensive. My husband and I were warned of all of these things. Finally, on our last day there, we were like, you know what? Let's go and try these fucking fries. Let's see if it is worth the hype. When I tell you... This fry, let me describe the, the the fry is in the shape of a scoop, okay? It's in the shape of a Frito. Imagine a Frito, a big Frito potato, okay? Kind of like a toboggan type shape, if you will, okay? Which is gorgeous for catching sauce. And if you're perverted like me, <laughs> mayonnaise, okay? That is perverse. Um, yes, it is. And I'm sorry to everyone that has to hear me say that. When I put this fry in my mouth, I li- I communicated with God because it was a transcendent fry. It was unlike anything I've ever had in my life. I literally had it in my dream the other night. I have a photo of it on my phone that I forced Mitra to look at and <laughs> not other forced, wanted to see other people to look at this plate <laughs> she of showed fries. It to me and then I made her show it to other people. <laughs> and everyone else looks at it. They're like, wow, yeah, that's a weird shape. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't get it. Um, yes, <sighs> it was just really the most incredible fry of my life. And I don't know if I can eat fries again that aren't in the great state of Idaho, you know? Wow, that's brutal. I actually wouldn't wish that on anyone. I mean, cut to me eating a fry in about an hour, but like, <laughs> I just love them so much. But Mitra, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm leaving town tomorrow morning early, so I'm like in the middle of packing, which is very. Uh, I'm I'm just not a good packer. Three months. I'm leaving for three months, which I've said on the pod already. Everyone knows I'm leaving for three months, but I three months is a really difficult amount of time to pack for because it's like mm-hmm. I want all the stuff I like. If, like if I'm gone for like a month, I don't really care. I'm like it still feels like small enough but three months I'm like I should bring like a printer <laughs> it's also a season change yes. which is hard anno- challenging to pack for yes agreed so yes. that's that's the big the big thing especially if you're being like completely in my little bubble like 100% codependent with wit and like mm-hmm. only seeing like you know like you and Patty or whatever mm-hmm. like for a year straight and then being away from all of that <laughs> is incredible (laughs) it's jarring it's It's gonna be like really crazy that's that's kind of how I felt when I went to Idaho even though I wasn't working and actually (laughs) doing something productive other than sitting on my ass eating fries I did have like a shock to my system of not being in my bubble yeah I'm grateful that I'll be working so and busy so I'm not like thinking about not seeing everybody all the time, but it will be very weird after having this very, very small circle for so long. I think I think you should bring the printer. <laughs> well, I'm driving. So like I have the option to bring like everything that I own in my car. Bring the printer, bring the Peloton, bring, <laughs> literally bring the music stand, girl. Bring I'm, it all. I'm bringing, I, I'm, I am bringing like a psychotic amount of stuff. But bring the wheel. Bring, I wish I could bring the pottery wheel. I cannot. It's probably but too heavy. It's just too heavy for me. I would bring it 
if I could carry it. Unfortunately, I cannot. But mm-hmm. can you tell everyone what your um, screen time w- report was for Idaho? That was maybe the most chilling thing that I've ever heard. I feel like when I say it, it's me bragging, but it's, a, uh, it's an a- accomplishment. It's an accomplishment. And honestly, it made me feel like an adult in this weird way. <laughs> um, my average screen time while I was in Hi- Idaho was 40 four zero minutes a day it's in in covid also i'm addicted to tiktok i am 100 percent addicted to tiktok i will burn my my eyeballs will turn into pudding from one night on tiktok i'm clocking two hours i can go two hours straight on tiktok and not even me come too up for air i had so i had like 45 minutes in between my last thing and recording this podcast with you and I fully was like I'm just gonna get on TikTok for like five I I like get on it while I'm like on the toilet and then I'll like Mm -hmm. get back to work and then cut to it being 5 (laughs) p.m and it's time to chat with Greta um do you want to know something really fucked that happened to me yeah I was on TikTok on the toilet finished going to the bathroom went to wipe turns out I pooped didn't even know I pooped because I was on TikTok. <laughs> That's amazing. I I really relate to that. I literally was like, I was like, what? And then <laughs> I was like, Jesus. That's darkness. That is that's an illness. It is. It is. And then I was like, I was like, I need to, I need to get off of this. That's, this is that's crazy. cry for help vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, shortly thereafter, I got back on TikTok. <laughs> Do you set limits for yourself, or are you like just like blow through? I have limits. I used to have limits set on Instagram, but then it trained me. And also I went through a very intense time where Instagram was just making me deeply, deeply depressed. Right. So that also made me... I don't really <laughs> get off. But I used to have half an hour time limits on Instagram. Yeah. And now I've just psychologically trained myself with Instagram to be like the second something makes me feel bad. I just need to get off the app because it's not even worth me. Right. You're not going to climb out of the hole. The thing, the reason why I love TikTok so much is because I mostly follow people I don't know and I'm only on the For You page. So it's just a bunch of random shit that I either think is funny or interesting or if it's bad, I'll just skip it. So that's why I can just stay on it for so long because... It's nothing like, I don't know. It's nothing that's making, that's giving me FOMO or like making me feel like a loser or like I'm fucking failing or something like that. It's just me watching like British people try ranch dressing for the first time, you know? The the best video. (laughs) Two two listeners of Urgent Care made a TikTok that I am featured in and I was really honored and I just want to sort of celebrate them. I want to see it. I'll... I, I'll I'll will send it to you. I don't I don't think it will translate to uh to this, but well, I, I want to see it, it anyway. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It is. I do need to start setting a time limit for TikTok. I need to kind of put the half hour one on there just so it can be like, hey, you've been on this for a half hour, and then I can decide if I want to keep time vanishing. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a time limit set? I did, but then I just turn it off because I'm not done. (laughs) There's still so much more to see. (laughs) I know. It's like a never end. It's a black hole of content. And it really does because I've I've spent so much time on it. My algorithm is so good that I Mm -hmm. I really do feel good when I look at it. And I'm like, oh, I've learned something. I've laughed. I've had fun. We live, we laugh, we love. (laughs) I've even even cried. I've even like gotten emotional. Oh my God. Any kind of like family reunion or like I Photoshop myself with like my dead grandpa or what, mm-hmm. like I, I gave the painting <laughs> to my grandma and like, <laughs> all of those <laughs> I photoshopped myself as my dead grandfather Mitra's sobbing in her bed <laughs> I cry so much on TikTok oh okay well let's listen to the first update then okay I would like to I would like to listen to some updates now I just hear the nice voices of the people who endure the podcast every week <laughs> 
Hi, Joe and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. And uh, I'm just calling in with some advice for Gaymander. Uh, his is obviously not a problem that I have, but uh, I just wanted to uh, call in as sort of a Gen Z listener correspondent to tell you that actually there's a TikTok trend going on right now where people are sharing their favorite thing to say uh, to let a straight woman know that they are not, in fact, hitting on them. And the favorite that I came across was uh, just saying that you love their top because as soon as they hear you use the word top, they'll know you're not a straight man. Um, there are many others like that, but small things that you can throw into conversation to let them know that even if you sound straight, you, you get it. Um, okay. Love y'all. Sit on my face anytime. COVID safe, of course. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. So this was someone who was was felt like they were. Yeah, you got it from the call. But uh, incredible. That's a top. Top is good. Top is excellent. I would never if a guy says to me, I love your top. A hundred percent. No, he don't love my fucking snatch. And, and also um, a trend with our listeners is that they tell us to sit on their face. So <laughs> I, I know I did notice that I did. And I do love that. It's so funny because now it has made its way like onto my social media. We're like in my Instagram comments. People will be like, sit on my face, chef. We call our listeners chefs. Chefs. <laughs> yeah. But people will like see people being like, sit on my face. And it's like so many people are asking me to sit on their face in my Instagram comments. And my friends will like reply or whatever. I have to be like, no, no, it's I like it. It's nice (laughs) it's actually really funny because i knew that your listeners were called chefs um (laughs) but if you didn't know and you read what people write in it's like (laughs) using chef it's It's very convoluted but now it's a thing on twitter to just like call people chefs so really yes uh as like a gender neutral term to just call people chefs i like that I think it's nice. I don't think we like invented it, but I do think it was parallel because we have been doing chefs for a long time. I like chef. I like chef. Chef. Yes, is nice. chef. chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> I like. I also like captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Captain's I'll start good. a new podcast and call my listeners captains and then we can do a crossover episode and call it captains and chefs well yes i was gonna say when you're guest hosting urgent care they're captains they're captains another layer (laughs) yeah if someone's a cap feeling like they're a captain this week because i'm here uh please dm me please sound off please sound off um speaking of which we have an email which i'll read Hello, all. Just popping in to say you've ruined all cooking shows for me because anytime anyone uses the word chefs, I think, oh, you mean they're an urgent care listener? I like to imagine that Top Chef is actually just a competition where people compete to send the best, shortest voicemail. So the real thing is just a disappointment now, obviously. Also, International Chef's Day is on October 20th. Just saying. Sit on my face. This is incredible because our podcast, I believe the first episode came out in late October. So the timing is perfect. We can celebrate our two-year anniversary um, on International Chef Day, which as it should be. <laughs> and also, who's to say that they're not competing? Who's to say that we're that they're not chefs actually just competing for an urgent care kind of question? Well, you know, the there are a lot of, of layers in this entertainment industry. It's true. And at the end of urgent care, whenever we get canceled, we will we will <laughs> rank the best voicemails. <laughs> And that's a promise. That's something that I'll that I'll say now. Forget about. We'll never take the time to make happen. <laughs> okay. Um. You have one more update. Do you want to read? Do you want me? Oh yeah. I'll read the other update. Read the update. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra and Greta and Greta. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to provide a second opinion on crotch slay all day. Your chef that was hesitant about asking. Oh, crotch slay. Yes. Oh, Oh, my God. It's not crotch. Crotch slay. The most important part of the podcast is something that I did not tell you, which is that we will be giving all of our listeners horrible nicknames based on their calls. I also I famously can't read. So excuse me for saying crotch slay, but you're crotch slay in my fucking book. Okay. Um, I wanted to provide a second opinion on crochet slay all day. 
your chef that was hesitant about asking for funds for their crochet projects. I design knitwear and sell knitting patterns for other crafters as a hobby. Like the chef in question, I too was initially hesitant about selling my work. This hesitancy was derived from the fact that crafting is so innately anti-capitalist. My joy from design comes from the community building aspect by sharing my work with other crafters and them crafting it in turn, as well as the creativity for the sake of creativity. So I spent a long time brainstorming about how I can make this side hustle adhere to both my values and intent on designing and I have some suggestions in addition to just changing commissioners for costs charging commissioners for costs First, the chef can either charge for a profit and then donate the funds to a cause they care about or ask the person they are making it for to make a donation as payment. Second, the chef cannot charge a profit and instead ask that supplies be bought from BIPOC yarn dyers so that they are directly supporting other minoritized and underrepresented fiber artists. A couple of BIPOC dyers, DIYers, I can't see, I can't read, dyers, okay, that I love are Lola Bean Yarn Co., Busy Peach, spelled B-Z-Y, Peach, Lady Dye Yarns, and Serendipitous Woolco. Third, the chef can take the profits that they make from their side hustle and reinvest it into creating community in some way. For instance, maybe when things are safe again, they can use their funds from crocheting to throw a nice party for all of their friends that they crocheted something for. I will gladly knit you something cool and invite you to sit on my face, although both at the same time might get dicey. Yours? Do you want me to read their name? No. <laughs> okay. That was gorgeously written. I'm sorry that I'm terrible at reading. No, it was beautiful. I loved this idea. Our person was really anxious about like what to do because they were, you know, people were offering money and wanting to buy. Mm -hmm. And I think this was a lot of great options. We basically just spent our whole time yelling at them to sell their stuff. So this was like sort of a more thoughtful, nuanced response than what we offered, which I think is lovely. (laughs) This was incredibly thoughtful. And I think all of these... I mean, the three options are really all great. I like the, I think that you can also intertwine all these options. Yeah. I think there's a very happy, happy little soup to be made by this Mm -hmm. chef. Mm hmm. Um, Great. Well, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and answer your calls and emails for this week. back wow amazing break Greta what'd you do on your break I was on TikTok what'd you do on your break chewed gum (laughs) I love that (laughs) um so our first call our first thing is a call can we get the call please Chelsea hi Mitra Joel Joel Mitra um I got a text from my landlord tonight who and it was with a broker where the broker asked, could we please make sure the apartment is clean when she comes to take pictures? Um, just a little backstory. Landlord stole $3,000 from us mid-pandemic because she said it was fine that we didn't have a third roommate. Backtracked when we went to sign the lease, tried to charge us 6000 stole 3000 from us, I feel. And then when we moved in, the apartment looked like a frat den covered in cat piss, and we had to clean the entire thing ourselves, no maid. And so I'm just wondering, what are some good ways to make sure that the place is, you know, left as is without the $10,000 I've invested in nice furniture and decorations? Um, I want to make sure that the place is representative of what the uh, landlord left us in the first place. Um, So anyway, just wanted to see what unhinged, absolutely crazy advice you have for making sure that this landlord... um, is able to sell the place as is, you know, and not with um, the added accoutrements which I have purchased. Um, anyway, feel free to uh, both sit on my face. I would prefer me to not to because I am gay, but, you know, <gasps> still love you both. Rude. Anyway, TTYL, love to hear your advice. Okay, um, so we're going to come up with a name. Uh, my pitch is something to do in the realm of Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Mm-hmm. I think that I, it could be maybe like Jip, like a com- combination of Joanna and Chip Gaines. Jip, J I P. Okay. Wait, <laughs> Joanna and what? <laughs> the, hello, the makeover show. Chip and oh, Joanna Gaines. Yes. They, oh, they, uh, what, about, what about Lie Pennington? Like they're trying to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I like Live Pennington. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> the only no. thing I know from it. Um, um and, and move that bus. We I don't think we were I don't think we really watched that no, show. Move that. Oh, I also bus. like move that bus. <laughs> well, let's do Live Pennington in parentheses. Move that move bus. That bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. So I think you could definitely dirty up the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think why not? They stole from you. At the yes. very least, you can do enough to make it look bad without making like without us like you know, don't destroy anything and like lose your deposit or anything like that. But dirty it up enough that you can really conceivably see it being knocked three thousand dollars in in value. I think clear all of your accoutrement out. I love mm-hmm. that that lie Pennington move that bus used accoutrement. I love that word. I think take all your stuff, move it out, throw yourself COVID safe party. <laughs> buy some tap buy some tap shoes you know yeah you could you know what you could do is like really muddy up the floor yeah that's stuff up muddy up the floor if there's a surface that like you normally keep incredibly clean make sure it's dirty like you really want the bathroom i think make the bathroom look bad you i feel like a dirt like a nasty fucking bathroom really stays with you having like a, a dirt like a stain any any amount of like soap scum that you can introduce into the space between now and the person looking at the apartment arriving mm-hmm. is crucial mm-hmm. in my opinion also don't clean the toilet let the spray build up you know what i mean yes and stinks you want stinks, stinks. to smell <laughs> stinky stinky stink stink make the experience stinks. so unpleasant if you're like a candle person an air freshener person you're not that weak babe you're stink a clock. You want rotting food in the trash can. You want your sweaty clothes still in a pile. You want the a bad sensory experience. You want the trash bin to be overflowing with Kleenex. Yes. yes. Overflowing. I don't... And you rotting also, food. I don't know what your hair situation is like, but you could get a wig to achieve this same thing. <laughs> hair strands all over the shower walls. Yes. Sickening. Yes. Put it on the drains. Put hair everywhere. Hair is like no one likes hairs everywhere. Yeah. 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 I think all of this is great. Wow. We're really disgusting. Um, Stinky <laughs> is key. Shit in the toilet when they arrive. <laughs> you no, know what unflushed. you could do? What? You could shitting in the toilet is or at least perfect. Piss. You want you want a dirty toilet. Piss in the toilet, I think, is almost more sinister than and no shit in the paper. toilet. Just like yellow yeah. piss yeah. in the yeah. toilet. <laughs> and if you wanted to be like not so gross, you could just pour apple juice. Pour apple juice. These are little cheats. Oh. This is this is how the Hollywood want, secrets. But I feel that you want the stink of dehydrated piss. <laughs> I agree. I think the stink of dehydrated piss is important. Is very important. Set the and scene. You, you know what else you could do? Hmm. Take an onion. Mm-hmm. Cut it in half, mm-hmm. rub the onion all over the kitchen counters, <laughs> and then throw the onion away. Then people are in the kitchen and they get wafts every so often of onion. That's great. And they won't know if it's where it's coming from, mm-hmm. and it could be coming from the landlord. That's and, then, and it probably is. And it probably is coming <laughs> from the landlord. Oh, knowing her, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you think about the nice furniture? I feel like, first of all, if you have like a ratty blanket covering covering up the furniture with that. Get a tarp. Tarp. Get a tarp. Tarp it. Tarp, tarp it and it. say termites or bed bug treatment center. Mouse traps all over the house. Yeah, that's Mouse good. problem. That's Mouse very problem. good. That's We're very scary. Good. We're scary. Oh, get those sticky, <laughs> those sticky fly traps. You know, you see them at dive bars, like those stickers that just hang that have deceased flies Ew, all over them. Yes. Yeah. Do that. That's good. That's good. And just like a cup of beer somewhere. Yeah. Just a warm cup of beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I would hate to be in this place that Same. we've described. I would too. Right. Also... Maybe like a bloody handprint on a window. (laughs) (laughs) Just casual, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the window like slightly open, slightly jarred. Like they they got out. They did get out. (laughs) They made it. They made it, but barely. But we don't know if they're okay, but they did get out. (laughs) Hair all over the place. Shit in the bowl. Smells like piss. Uh... I mean, we can't possibly remember all. There were so many. There were so many. Just flowing out. But 
I think we've given them a lot to work with. Yeah. Um, if you do even a few of these, I feel that it'll be great. Um, good luck. Good luck. I agree. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next email. I can read this one. Great. Okay. Hi, girlies. I will warn. <laughs> I will warn that I'm actually currently blasted. Anyway, help because for like a year and a half, my asshole has been rubbed raw and chronically bleeds when I wipe. Plot twist. Twist. I do not bottom. I think it's mainly from wiping my hairy ass with you guessed it toilet paper. I've been to the doctor and they say it's all topical. I have failed to find any lotion slash salve slash oil that heals it up. Any suggestions? Also, just any life hacks on whole care would be much appreciated. To Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, Chelsea July, and of course, infamous Heather and Greta. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a lot. You know, I have a lot to say, and I feel oh, like come up with a name. We gotta come up with a name. name. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> this is this is sort of the curse that Joel and I have placed on each other. <laughs> I think here's my pitch, mm-hmm. and it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Bloody hole. <laughs> It's very simple. So just sort of no joke. No, just no joke. No joke. Just kind of very straightforward. How about about bloody hole in one? I like bloody hole in one or Um, bloody donut. Okay, that's beautiful. That's (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) Let's do bloody donut. Okay. and And I put this in the doc specifically because I really feel like you and I have a lot to say about like yes. shitting and like I mean mm-hmm. I, I I texted you about my shit like an hour ago so mm-hmm. yes like, we really and, have a lot to say and I have been on urgent care before talking, talking about, about my whole issues which I used to have a saying a very sad saying which was it ain't clean if it don't bleed okay that was a sad Wait. saying that I used to have yeah no. yep. you wipe <laughs> you wipe your hole so hard that if you don't see blood on that paper it's not clean and that is not a true st- saying because we do not need to be bleeding when we wipe that's true and I'm really glad that you got to that point point. and what I led did. you there were you just well, wiping too hard I mean, I think a lot of this goes back to we need to I need to know what bloody donuts fiber intake is like, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the time when we need to wipe and wipe and wipe and wipe, we're having soft stools, we're having bad shits, we're not having these gorgeous kind of (laughs) uh, fully realized logs. It's not fully incubated. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not full term. It is a preemie shit. It is a preemie shit. If you're shitting liquid, if you're shitting liquid with soft chunks, that's hard, you know, and it it's it's not clean. So I think that I started and then I got anal fissures, which I spoke about with you and Joel before. But mm-hmm. it's like you got to be getting this fiber. Joel loves pure for men. Joel told me to take pure for her. Take pure for her. Great. Okay. Fiber, water. Um, I would also yeah. suggest getting a tushy, which is a bidet you can install on your toilet. I have one. Changed my life. That I feel like is key. Yes. Because because sometimes sometimes you just can't change what's gonna happen down mm-hmm. there, but you can change what you're what you're attacking it with. And a tushy mm-hmm. can really clear the space before you get the paper in there. Yes. And I it helps so much. And also if you need something to soothe your hole, I would suggest putting a little aquaphor on it or like Really? Yeah, because sometimes it gets it gets like chapped. It's like I would be so scared to like have it like an infection or something like that or have it go in but, but i don't know is, i've not tried aquaphor on it aquaphor is like it's like to help heal like minor cuts and oh huh what or I thinking of or you could do i don't know if it's this i mean i think polysporin polysporin not neosporin i'm also not a doctor here so don't trust me but i think polysporin is also ass safe okay but don't quote me on that I, I have put Aquaphor on my asshole, though, before, and it's been okay. All right. Well, you've heard it here first. Aquaphor on the asshole can be okay. <laughs> and, and But if Bloody Donut is like, no, Greta's completely wrong, let me know, because I could be very well wrong. 
Oh, our listeners, they will let us know. They will let yeah. us know. They'll do it in a loving way, but they will absolutely let us know. <laughs> mm-hmm. One thing you can count on is a follow-up email from our listeners. I'm also wondering if they might have a small hemorrhoid. Huh. I mean, definite. But they've gone to the doctor, I feel right. like. But but I, re- I really feel like there have been many great things suggested by Greta here, but I really feel like getting a tushy might be wonderful for this person. Tushy's amazing. Love it. I, I don't have one yet, and I really want to get one. Maybe I'll get one uh, while I'm away on my trip and bring it back. Yes. The, oh, also I'll drive it all the way back with me. Squatty potty. Also highly recommend. Right. And squatty potty, you're just like not pushing as much, right? Like that's sort of the. Your legs are just like elevated a bit more, which kind of, I think, gives you a better angle for. That's what I mean. It's like more like um, like ergonomic. Or yeah, it's, it's more ergonomic for popping out. Fully cooked logs. Fucking <laughs> 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 Incredible. Okay, great. G- um, well, I think we solved it for this chef. I think we can move on to, mm-hmm. you guessed it, our next email. Um, Do you want me to read it? Would you like to? I'm also happy to. I think that the chefs would like it if... If the captain being this, your, you as chef read it. Okay. I'll keep reading. Okay. Email. <laughs> Dear Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra, Greta and Greta. So <laughs> I've just gotten out of a long monogamous relationship and I'd like to have a fun slash casual rebound thing. However, I'd also like to avoid dating apps for as long as possible. They stress me out. And obviously bars and other places are still closed. What I'm thinking about doing is sliding into the DMs of some cuties that live in my city that have been shown to me by the all-knowing TikTok algorithm. I'm just not sure if that the, if this is a weird slash invasive thing to do, and I also don't have any good opening lines. Have you guys ever been hit on the DMs by someone you didn't know, and what made it good slash bad? Okay. Okay. Mitra, right. would you like to go first? Um, local singles in your area, sort of a name for them, kind of kind of in that range. Um, okay, I like that. I like that. I also like, um, I, I mean, fun, I, I like, cause I like the fun casual rebound. I like that mm-hmm. kind of, I think that's like something good for a nickname, but I just can't get there. You know what I mean? Okay. So eHarmony, match.com. Um, I like eHarmony. eHarmony. Um, well, e is sort of an internet thing already. So. Yes. <laughs> eBound. No. E-bound. Whatever. Great. Let's do it. E-bound. <laughs> E-bound. Okay. E-bound. Very much once once you have once you think of any pitch, it's the name. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> e-bound. <laughs> okay. E-bound. Um, well, I'll say um Whit and I first met on Instagram and it worked out for us. I'll say we didn't like it certainly wasn't in a flirty romantic way right when we met on Instagram but it was I feel like even with you know with TikTok it's like you could you don't even necessarily have to write away and like if you want to be super direct and like really properly slide into the DMs you can but you can also just like say hi or like compliment something that they post or whatever it is like you you can also just like reach out to them and and just hit them up in the way you would hit anyone up and just like you know compliment something they posted or something they're wearing in a video but Mm -hmm. if you wanted to like straight up I don't know if I've really straight up like I guess I've slid into DMs but I've always done it sort of under the guise of friendship even if mm-hmm. I w- even if I wasn't if, even if I wanted to fuck. Have you? Unfortunately, people slide into my DMs and and like either are very sweet or if it's ever been someone that wants to like have sex with me it's always been gross you know what I mean I I had a guy DM me once that he wanted to fuck me so hard that my teeth would fall out (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah I've had people tell me they want me to barf in their mouth and stuff yeah I I think definitely those are things to avoid yeah avoid Um. that but I we already know e E-bound is going to <laughs> E-bound is not going to do that. I personally think that I I like super straightforward things. So I think that if you were to DM someone and just be like, hey, like I follow you, obviously you follow her them on TikTok or whatever. Just be like, hey, I like your stuff and I know that we 
live in the same neighborhood and I would love to hang out sometime if you're down. I don't, I don't I I like it when people are direct and chill because then it's like, OK, I know what they want and I don't need to waste this time like decoding what they're saying to me. I also think like even though it's not a dating app, I do think you can apply some sort of lessons from dating apps, which is like, you know, chat like for me, like I, I'm somebody who kind of does need to ease in. And I think you can be like. If, if you identify that way, too, like you can just sort of be chatty, talk about whatever they posted, send them funny videos and stuff like that and really see if you vibe and have a good like sort of messaging relationship. Then you can move <laughs> to text and then you can move to what? <laughs> Mitra's like, you should talk to them first before you tell them you want to hang out. <laughs> I'm psychotic being like, you should just DM them and say I want to hang out with you. Well, just DM them and give them share location and give them your yeah. home address. And then if mm-hmm. they need your social security, of course, like that's yeah. like kind of a second date thing. Yeah. But like, but yeah, I mean, I, I think like it's not a dating app, but I think you can sort of treat it like one. And I definitely I I think if you're being like not creepy it's not invasive. Like people can get a DM, like you can get a DM on TikTok and just also not respond. Like that's yeah. okay too. And it's, it's a sweet app where, you, <laughs> I mean, obviously like I'm obsessed with TikTok, but like I, I, I certainly wouldn't be like freaked out if somebody sent me a message being like, oh, I really like that video that you made, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you start I was- chatting. I was just about to say, I've made internet friends that I've never met in real life, but that I'm friends with online because I've either DM'd them being like, I love your outfit or like, I love this song or I love your video or whatever. And then you just start talking and it becomes like really natural and nice. That's how my current relationship started was just Mm -hmm. being like funny video or whatever Mm -hmm. and just DMing. So I definitely think it's possible. Mine came on Instagram, but TikTok wasn't around. So who knows? Maybe it would have happened on TikTok. Um, But I I definitely, if you're being like polite and like you're not like spamming them if they don't respond to you the first time, then whatever. Like I think it's really nice and and just, Mm -hmm. you know, respect their boundaries. But it, it sounds like you're already really with it on that kind of stuff. Very cognizant of that. So opening lines i feel like if they're in your algorithm and making videos compliment them like just say something nice to them or send them something being like love your videos saw this and thought of like you thought you might think it's funny or whatever it is um but yeah what do you think greta think we're good love that (laughs) or you just be like your video sucks jk love it (laughs) gotcha here's my address (laughs) no i think i think complimenting something's great i think that like it's nice to be to be like i like your video rather than being corny being like you have the most beautiful eyes you know what i mean (laughs) which also like rock on like yeah rock on take it but (laughs) complimenting something they've made first perhaps yes Yes. Before you get before you land on like tits or something, might because be nice. that complements their integrity. <laughs> yeah, their intelligence, their creative output, whatever it is, and not um, just their fat jugs. Which you'll get there. Yeah, you'll 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 be motorboating those fat jugs in no time. <laughs> in no time. <laughs> Trust us, Ebound. <laughs> All right, good luck out there. If you have a relationship on TikTok, please um, follow up with us and let us know if it worked out. Um, thank you, Chef. Chefs, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with our final two e- submissions from Chefs. <laughs> and we're back. Kitchen's back open. Greta. Orders how are up. You? <laughs> Orders up. <laughs> Orders up. And then as the hosts, Greta, what's your philosophy? Do you see us as like the owners of the restaurant, the head chefs, or sometimes we get like front of house. There are a lot of different theories about like what the hosts are in this situation. I think that the hosts are like you and Joel are like a major domo and a GM. Okay. You know what I mean? Great. General manager. I'll take it. 
<laughs> or like head of bar. That's also fun too. Well, one of us on any given day is pro- well as a guest host. Maybe you're sort of like head of bar. Like we've got sort of like yeah. a guest bartender in from like a you know trendy place. Like you know we went to chef school together, and now you're an amazing bartender. Or I think <laughs> that I'm like maybe the beloved bartender at the restaurant, and you're uh, like let's get this like chatty <laughs> bartender from Urgent Care right in here. Right, of course. Yeah. Elevate, yeah. elevate. Okay, yeah. So we have another email, which I would love to read if I'm allowed. Greta. Read. Read okay. away. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra and Chelsea and Greta. I'm a 19-year-old she-they living with my parents while I'm stuck going to community college. Sex does not happen here. Next week, I'm house-sitting, which will be good for my freedom. But my tarot card said someone from my past was coming back into my life, and they were right. I matched with my ex-coworker on Tinder. I always thought he was cute and would maybe flirt with me in a mean kind of way. And I was sometimes like wonder what it would be like if we hooked up after work even though i don't have the energy for for a talking stage i'm thinking i invite him over to the house where i'm sitting classic dilemma i'm on the fence i've hooked up before in an apartment i was dog sitting and felt so guilty afterward i haven't had a fling since summer so i shouldn't pass this up right for extra tea it would suck if he's a virgin because i've taken two guys virginities already and it would feel weird if it was a pattern something about my sexual personality intimidates men makes them lose their boners every time they try to quote do it with me i'm scared the dog will freak out and the old neighbors will spy Thanks, help, I love the pod, and sit on my face since I have a sexy place free next week. <laughs> okay. Okay. House sitter um, takes a lot of virginities. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, cherry? Okay, pop the cherry. <laughs> the cherry bomb. Cherry bomb? Cherry popper? Yeah, <laughs> cherry pop and cherry pop and daddies, the famous uh, swing band from the nineties. <laughs> Wait, you know swing bands? Yes. All Remember right. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? Remember that band? No. Cherry Pop and Daddy. Zoot Suit Zoot Suit Riot? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Sure. I think Zoot Suit Riot is Cherry Pop and Daddies. Okay. I'm I'm not I can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. And that's just facts. Okay. Well, how about Cherry Pop and Baddies? I like Cherry Pop and Baddies. Okay, cute. Um, all right, Greta, what do you think? (sighs) I think that you absolutely need to take this opportunity to get laid. I think we all deserve to get completely plowed down um, like it's a goddamn blizzard. And I think (laughs) that you need to get wrecked, you know, Uh, completely. I think like, especially if it's a friend that you're house sitting for me, I don't know if it's a friend that you're house sitting for, but like. As a friend who has, like, left my keys to friends before, I invite them to fuck in my house. I've, mm-hmm. like, my, I've had a friend, <laughs> I've had a friend vacate her apartment for the night so that I could use it to have sex while I was yeah. in town. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what friends are for. Completely. So... You know, and I think you know the people that you're house sitting for. Like mm-hmm. you know if the, like if they're the you know if they're the type of people who would be like sickened and horrified to find out that someone has had sex in their house, and like somehow they might find if if the paranoia is going to make you so sick that you can't even enjoy having a mm-hmm. hookup, then it's not worth it, and just enjoy having a week to yourself and having that space. But if you think there's that they probably won't care, fuck, and just yeah. like disinfect everything <laughs> like <laughs> so you yeah. don't feel like guilty with covid stuff i also think that if they i i see there's fear of a dog freaking out or the old neighbors spying the old neighbors can mind their own fucking business right okay number one and if the old neighbors quote unquote tell on you and if you're embarrassed to tell whoever you're house sitting for you could literally be like i don't know what they're talking about yeah. Or you could say Gaslight that's them. the pizza delivery guy. Gaslight yeah. them. Gaslight <laughs> them. This is not about the neighbors. This is not, not about the about neighbors. The neighbors. <laughs> no. And also, if the dog does freak out, then that's well, you're only gonna know if you cross that bridge. Right. I mean, it would be unfortunate. You can't really prepare for that. Um, you know, if, if it's a dog if it's if if they're like a, a weed dog family. 
who knows? You know, <laughs> that's an option. Yeah. Um, but you cross that bridge when you get there. But I feel like throw it a piece of ham. There you go. Give it, give it some treats. <laughs> give a piece it a of treat. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think you have this beautiful opportunity to truly get dicked down. Yeah. It sounds like you're really not horny in the college scene you're in or there's no horniness presenting itself because she's living with and her parents yeah yeah you can't be getting fucked for the gods at the parents house fucked for the gods <laughs> you know and I, I think i think this is a good opportunity i do too so you know do some you're doing it for your health do some true, honest soul searching on if you're if your friend that you're house sitting for is really going to hate you forever, and if you think mm-hmm. that the answer is like most likely no, then have fun. Yeah, have and fun. the the virginity of it all. Virginity is a social construct. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get late. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about the virginity thing. <clears throat> Some people like you know whatever. I've had I've had guys kind of. Especially at that time, I feel like it does feel like a much bigger deal. And I do understand mm-hmm. that it is emotional for a lot of people. But yeah. that's also a conversation you can if you if you're really like, I need to make sure that every element of this is perfect. You could also be like, by, by the way, are you a virgin <laughs> before you invite him over? <laughs> you could also just ask. Yeah. I also understand not wanting to take someone's virginity in a house. Completely. You're like uh, house sitting for. That's respect. That's very respectful, I think. Um, I think you can ask. <laughs> Be like, yeah, if you're whatever. a virgin, I don't want to fuck you in this house. I don't want to. Yeah, if you want, if you want me to take your virginity, you got to take me to a hotel, yeah. babe. <laughs> a hotel, honey. Yeah. Five star on exactly. your dime. <laughs> yeah, you're paying. Room service and all. And that's exactly how I lost mine. <laughs> and I'm taking the mini shampoo bottles. <laughs> <laughs> room service burger, babe. $30 yeah. room service burger. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it better be cold upon arrival. I want to be in a robe eating a cold burger. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm ordering a fucking movie. If you think I'm not, I'm ordering a movie. I'm watching The Fugitive for $40. All right. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Worth every penny. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we solved it. We have one final email Mm -hmm. that really struck a chord with Greta, so I'm excited to read it. Hello, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra, Greta and Greta. Love you all equally. I have a bit of a roommate situation. My roommate regularly passive-aggressively asks slash accuses me of the pettiest shit. She counts, quote, her utensils and glassware, and if they aren't in the cupboard when she counts them, she will immediately ask me where they are. She also recently asked if I took her used wine bottles and was hoarding them in my room for art projects because she wanted them back. For context, I do use bottles for floral arrangements, but dot, 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 not hers. Today, she accusingly asked if I cut a single leaf off her dying plant. I noticed that she's never asked my other two roommates. All of them are white except me, which is dot, 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 interesting. Anywho, it makes me feel very watched in my own home. And this portrait of me in her head as someone who steals her recycling and snips her plants is frankly offensive. This is especially annoying when she's eaten my food without asking me first, tells me afterward, and my things that are communally used go missing all the time. Anyway, I'll probably address this maturely, but would love to hear your most unhinged solutions. Okay. So we've got a horrible roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got sort of an, a, floor, a florist here. I like that. The flo- I like the florist, personally. The florist. <laughs> Just the, the, I like the, the drama of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The florist. Okay. The florist. Great. The florist. Um, okay. Well, I think definitely if you have not had like a, a real conversation about this with this person, it is time. Um, whether, you know, I, I think probably your gut about that, um, the racial elements, however conscious or unconscious, I think you can trust your gut. I feel like so often the experience as someone from a marginalized community is to write that kind of stuff off and like convince ourselves that we're being dramatic. And we're often told by people around us that we're being dramatic and that we're taking things too personally. And I think, you know, people have a tendency to relax, react very defensively to stuff like that. And uh, they have to get over it because uh, you're being targeted and your other white roommates are not. So that sucks, especially because it's not true. Um, So you're totally in the right and you're in the clear to confront your roommate about this. But 
what are some sort of um, more petty uh, things to do if you're not going to go on the emotionally intelligent train? <laughs> I think we it, and it always comes back to gaslighting. Yes, it always <laughs> comes back to gaslighting. <laughs> Maybe. Also, what the fuck does she need her recycling for? Is my question. Like, oh my God, like, did you take the recycling? Yeah, because I'm repurposing it. What? Right. I think that you should just start fucking with. Am I allowed to curse? I've been cursing this whole episode. And yes. I wasn't sure how much I was allowed to curse. Oh my God. I Imagine, think- I mean, me, like the, the nastiest mouth in the history of language, like, <laughs> like every other word being bleeped out on everything that I do. I think you should start fucking with her. I think that you should start taking her shit. And then mm-hmm. when she's like, hey, did you take my... Nalgene water bottle or whatever and then you can be like no it's right behind you and then she turns around and it's right there I mean I just think we can have psychological warfare with this fucking bitch Mm -hmm. I think you should like get like vacuum like get those things that like allow you to reseal bags and start just Mm. like taking things from bags but making it look like they were never opened (laughs) yes I love that. Or, or you know what? Set up, get like ring cameras and set them up around the apartment so you can really like watch her. <laughs> yeah, you could say um, it's it's really alarming that you're saying people are taking all of our stuff. So I've decided to kind of survey the entire apartment <laughs> and I hope everyone's OK with that. <laughs> you shouldn't have a problem with that since you're constantly only accusing me. Yeah. I also think our our emailer should talk to the roommates about it and see, you know, if, if you can go together as a group and not have it just be one-on-one. I mean, she might feel attacked, but honestly, like, attack her. <laughs> also, why is she eating your food and then telling you after? Nothing pisses me the fuck off more. You can either... M- Put marks like if you have a thing of like milk or something like mark where you left it off, like put Mm -hmm. lines, start being really aggressive in that way. Or you can get a mini fridge. Okay, these things you can find mini fridges on Craigslist. Very cheap. Get a mini fridge and then start putting all of your shit in your room. (laughs) Yeah, but that's so that's so like depressing. I feel like so depressing. It's not right. And honestly, that's just like kind of acquiescing to this evil roommate's uh, insistence that something's off. Yes. I don't think you're going to convince the roommate that, like, they're... I feel like the, a, a person who is, like, this sort of unaware of how they're making someone feel or this, you know comfortable kind of invading someone's space and like accusing them of things that they're doing like it it kind of sounds like this is a person who might um defy logic in the day-to-day but you can certainly um i think get your roommates on your team and yeah. say something to them and and if and if that doesn't work um pop off and and uh gaslight <laughs> i was just about to ask how the other how the relationship is with the other two roommates because Chances are the other two roommates are probably observing this bad roommate being a fucking asshole. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. I mean, and if, and if if not, if you're with three people who make you feel unheard and paranoid, I think give them all diarrhea. Give them all diarrhea. <laughs> I was gonna say seek seek alternative housing, but I yeah. do think <laughs> give them all diarrhea. Well, yes, seek alternative sort of, housing. Sort of equal, equal yes. to that. <laughs> sort of, sort, yeah, sort of the same, the same. A, a yes. synonym, a synonym if, <laughs> for that. But if, yeah, I mean, I think that if after you are going to have a mature, really good conversation with this shit roommate, if it doesn't improve or if you're still feeling uncomfortable in the space, I agree with Mitra, seek alternate housing. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Well, you deserve to feel safe in your space on every level, physical, emotional, mm-hmm. etc. Um, And Greta, that's our whole episode. I loved it. We did it. You were amazing. I um, hope the chefs don't come for my ass. I hope the chefs were <laughs> happy with what I had to say. 
The chefs will love you. Um, chefs, we will embrace Greta like one of our own. She, of course, is the bartender at the restaurant. That mm-hmm. is now canon. We mm-hmm. like to sort of add a new fact about the restaurant every single week. So you are the bartender. Yeah, we are like the, bartender. the head bartender. There are many bartenders because the restaurant is huge. But I've actually created a lot of cocktails that you see on the menu. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> yeah. our, like, Greta's got like her own twist on the Pim's Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, we love you listeners. Thank you so much. And, um, I don't want to speak for Joel, but I know it has been lovely seeing the messages that listeners are sending as someone who loves Joel very much. And, um, yeah, um, Joel is the best. And if Joel listens, we love you. We love you. We love you. Love Um, you, Joel. So, yeah, um, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Thank you to everyone who listened. If you want to get some amazing advice on the pod, please email urgentcarepod at gmail.com or call 323-334-0371. Leave a voicemail, short and sweet, uh, but as detailed as you can make it is the way. Um, Rate and review us five stars on iTunes. We do take it personally if you don't. And um, we love you. Thank you, Greta. Thank you, Mitra. Have a great day, everyone. Ciao. Bye.